Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing well. Very quickly, thank you to our newest patron over at Patreon, Nicholas Nakousmaki, and of course, to all of our other wonderful patrons who make the podcast possible. We greatly appreciate your support. It means so, so much. Uh, Andy, let's just jump right into everything. Should we make this about the incoming or the outgoing? Like, I feel like we don't need to make this like a post-mortem for Jekyll, right? Because I feel like this, this, I feel like there should only be one resounding sort of feeling about this. Okay. And this is generally the, probably I think the, the same opinion that you've had for a couple of years now. It's, you can appreciate everything Jekyll has done. You can allow him as a player. You can appreciate everything he has done over these past years while also simultaneously holding the same thought that this is the right time to leave, yeah? I, I feel like um, if you take that stance, you almost look like uh, somebody sitting upon the fence too afraid to take an opinion. Right. But uh, believe it or not, in, in, in actual real life, um, when you're off of Twitter, um, two things can be true at the same time. Yeah. And that's that's <laughs> my general sentiment about this, that A, you will find no bigger supporter of Jekyll than myself. I've loved everything he's done. Uh, but this is the right time, yeah? Like, I, I, I feel like that's not too controversial. Well, the, to be honest, the right time was two years ago. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. That was, I mean, and that's that's the way it is. Jekyll has um, has done some incredible things here. I, I don't know, uh, you know, the the euphoria that we felt when, when Jekyll arrived in the summer of 2015 is something that I don't think, you know... It, Maybe, obviously, Jose Mourinho is a whole other thing. That's a manager, and history speaks for itself. But, but as a, you know, as a deal, as a transfer, I've I haven't seen that much ruckus over a single player, and I don't mm-hmm. think we'll see that in a long time because that's the, the, you know, that's the impact that he would he had at that time, and that's how fans responded to him and. He's done some amazing things. He's yes. given us some incredible moments that without him wouldn't have been possible. Um, you know, that whole, obviously the season under Spalletti, 16-17, where he goes on and, and is the leading goal scorer in the league, has an absolute insane comeback season after the, the first terrible one. Um, and then obviously the the first season under Di Francesco where he leads us to uh, among others to a, a Champions League semifinal as a protagonist where he scores decisive goals and in beautiful fashion too and obviously the one at Stamford Bridge will always yes. be remembered forever um 
but yeah, this this was up in the air. This was you. F- we felt it. We felt that there was something wrong. There's there's been something wrong with Jekyll and Roma for a wh- long while now. And you know, as in any relationship, when it when it hits that bump, that significant bump, it's never gonna be the same again. And and um, Roma started to perform badly over the last two years. Jekyll has started to perform badly over the last two years. It, it was time. It was time. This, you know, this is maybe a painful decision for some people, but it, it was time. It was the right decision. For me, it is a, a decision that comes too late. Um, but if this team wants to move forward, if Jekyll also wants to move forward individually, then this has to happen. It, 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 it's 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 just that simple. It doesn't doesn't matter if you don't monetize off of his sale. He's 35 years of age. This this team does not want to rely on a 35 year old. Um, even with Jekyll's with Jekyll's resume, that's that just stretching it. And and you feel that this was mutual because a player that has a gentleman agreement with with the club where. Um, if he uh, receives an important offer, he can go. The club let him go. Uh, that is not a player that is 100% concentrated on the team. That's not a player that is focused on what's, a, what's w- w- on the team's objectives. That's a player that is uh, a bit here, a bit there, still not sure. I, you know, I'm sorry, but we had this over the last two years with Fonseca, where we really didn't know if Jeko was somebody we could count on. Uh, mm. I have to say, you know, there there is a bit of relief in me. There, 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 I, I, I'll admit it. I'm relieved to see Jekyll leave. Because why? Because so this doesn't persist anymore? Like it was one of those things where it was lingering and now you sort of just um, right. torn off the Band-Aid? The, yeah, well, and you know, gotten it over with, I guess, so to speak. I, You know, for me, Jekyll... Uh, for me, J- listen, Jekyll's loss this season, I don't see it as a loss in terms of output on the field. Maybe I can see it as a loss in the way that um, he is popular in the locker room. He has, you know, guys like Pellegrini, Mancini, they look up to him, they consider him a, a leader in the locker room. You have to wonder what happens then, right? That's For me, that's the only worry because Jekyll at this age... We've seen him the past season, yes, Fonseca benched him a number of times and he was basically considered persona non grata uh, yes. halfway through the season. But still, the the way that he showed up on the on the pitch just couldn't you know, this wasn't the, this isn't the same guy that we knew in 2017, 2018. Mm. This is a Jekyll that is 35 years old and was looking, actively looking for a two year contract. Whatever offers he expected didn't arrive until Inter got the green light on Lukaku. That was it. The, the rumors about MLS, about Turkey, nothing concrete because the player was actively looking for a two-year contract. Now he got it, the two-year contract. Now the, he doesn't have to worry about next summer looking for a new destination, leaving on a free. No, next summer he's going to be still in Milan at Inter, with one more year of contract left to go, and by that time he's gonna be thirty-seven. Okay, so that's we're basically sending sending him out on retirement. Yeah, that's a very uh, vivid way of putting it. But yeah, I 
I completely agree. There's really not more we can add to it. It's, listen, I think, again, you can hold simultaneously these two thoughts. It's good that he's going. You loved everything he did. And, and by the way, I think I've said on here multiple occasions, and I will say it again, I still think that his arrival, uh, his price, and his output, given everything, was akin to Roma hitting the lottery. Seriously. I mean, under yeah. 20 million euros for a guy who goes on to become uh, the third highest all-time scorer yep. at the club. Nobody could have envisioned that. Nobody. And especially a guy who was, you know, who who was leaving Manchester City as a reject. I mean, in Manchester City, he had been placed behind the likes of Wilfred Bonny. Uh, right. You know, that's so... That was and and the only thing I can also say is that it's a shame that six years, you know, that's a long time at Roma, and to come away with nothing as the third leading goal scorer in, in the history of the club is, is very bitter. Yeah, yeah, that's bitter. That's to me, that's just as bad as um, having De Rossi not win a scudetto with Roma. Mm. That's to me because that's that's really it. I mean, Jeco, um I, I'm I'm known to be a big critic of his, but you can't deny the the impact he had on the team and the numbers. The numbers say a lot. This was a guy that Roma knew could rely on. This was a guy that was feared by a number of defenses. This was a guy who let you dream in in, in that season under under Di Francesco, where we almost reached the Champions League final. Uh, this was the guy, you you know, and and that season under Spalletti, where uh, Spalletti was basically getting into it with him and, and he got into his head and it worked and it worked miracles because the guy was basically scoring in every single game. You It felt like at some point and that was incredible to see. So he, he gave us some wonderful memories, but there has to be a point in time where you, you have to be sure that the guys that you have at your disposal are 100% focused on the mission, you know, because you can't have it once again that season where it's like, oh, is he going to leave in January or is he unhappy? Is is maybe, you know, maybe it happens that Shomurov overtakes him in the hierarchy and then you have that, oh, Jeko, he's a veteran. Is he happy? Is he unhappy? All that stuff, that, that push and pull that we've seen over the last two years was really unnecessary in, in a lot of ways. And um, again, I'm just... You know, I'm glad we had it. I'm glad we have these these moments to speak of, but but it was time to go. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, definitely. I, I completely agree. So let's jump into the replacements. So I was complaining to you before we started recording uh, because of the baby that my wife and I just welcomed. This was today as we record this, like this day was really the first, the first day where I've jumped into everything with uh, talking with agents, people at Roma. I regret it now. Uh, I am I, I am just going to stick to graphics and stuff because it, it was an absolute bombardment of 
just messages and this is what they're doing. No, they're doing that. And it's, you, you really have to be like a glutton for punishment or a masochist. If you, if you like doing these things, um, which apparently I, I am because I keep doing it. So you are, yeah. <laughs> so here's so here's where we are at the moment. Okay. Diago Pinto, he has arrived in London. He's going to meet with Tammy Abraham. He's going to meet with uh Abraham, his father, and I know this now because of a certain agent who uh, represents Lukaku has now uh, within the last 48 hours, been inserted into this deal as sort of the the intermediary, I, I guess. It's uh, Pastorello. He set up this meeting. Um, Abraham's primary agent, uh, uh, Neil Fewings of Wasserman Group. Uh, I don't know if he will be there, but Pastorello is going to be there. And... I was also told that uh, Pinto will be meeting with uh, Fali Ramadani, the super agent, and it will be for Asmoon. Now, I had a couple of people try to dunk on me saying, oh, well, he doesn't represent Asmoon. I didn't say he represented. He represents him in a couple of negotiations. That doesn't mean he's his primary agent. Anytime we use the word entourage, Andy, I hate it because... a non-Italian speakers, they probably laugh at that. A or B, they go immediately <laughs> to the television show or like some form of The Sopranos. Yeah, um, that's what I'm assuming. There's really no good. There's really no. I, good I saw way. somebody on Twitter that thought that 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 was a French expression for loan for a oh. player on loan. Yeah, I think I there was an article from Roma Press about uh, the Tammy Abraham coming on loan to Roma and with the Thiago Pinto working with the entourage and uh, somebody thought that that was a French expression for mm. on loan. Um maybe it is and we just don't know. Um but yeah, right right after I put that out La Roma 24 someone there. Yeah, they tried to dunk on me. Um Interestingly enough, they didn't put who is negotiating on behalf of Asmoon. Uh, they just said that I was wrong. Go figure. Um, uh, Ramadani has negotiated on behalf of Asmoon for almost two years now. Um, so, I mean, Google is free. I, I, I mean, you can you can look at it. Everybody can just look that up. I, I don't know why uh, La Roma 24 felt the need to try and dunk on me. Um but that's okay. Nonetheless, um, yeah, I was told Pinto he will meet with Ramadani. So, Andy, it really comes down to Tammy Abraham at the moment and Asmoon. Do you have a preference? Um, admittedly, I don't watch much of the Russian League, so yeah, I'm no. going to stick <laughs> by my golden rule. When I don't know a lot about the player and I haven't had the opportunity to view him, I'm not going to give a definitive judgment. I will say based on what I've seen thus far in some of the clips, um, in some of the deeper statistics, what, what do you call Analytics, I guess you would call them. Um, relatively positive, in my opinion. Uh, someone far more intelligent uh, than I who watches more football than I do, uh, particularly the Russian League, can obviously give a much better and definitive uh, judgment on him. Those are just my initial thoughts. Uh, could I be wrong? Of course. I think 
obviously they view him as an opportunity because his contract runs out in less than one year. You can get him relatively cheap. We have to remember too, wage-wise, he's going to be much less than Tammy Abraham. And I I know everybody likes this. Um, I kind of feel bad because we've written about it a few times about the uh, growth decree. And I don't really know if we've elaborated on it, but for both players, Roma, they would be able to utilize it. Um, one of the like two good um, laws implemented by the entire country of like the past two decades of my lifetime, this growth decree, I actually give them credit for it. Um, right. <laughs> so for both it's, players, it's basically, it's basically why players want to come to Italy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the technicalities of it, if I pulled it up, I'm sure I would be overwhelmed with legal jargon that nobody would be able to understand. It's more or less, Andy, that you get a pretty significant clubs, get a pretty large tax break for some of these players, Um, much larger than than in the past. I mean, I, I can't even think of a time where it was even close to this. It's more or less 50%. So if you're, you know, in, in the rules to it, too, um, you have to be from, you can't not have lived within the country in the past 24 months, I believe. And then um, obviously you can't be an Italian citizen. And then there's, a again, a bunch of other uh, caveats to it. But for both players, Roma, they would be able to utilize this. Um, for Tammy Abraham, though, of course, we're talking about A, bigger fee, B, bigger wages, and C, there is also discussions of a buyback clause, which I am never a fan of because uh, you were basically paid to develop a player and send them elsewhere. I, just on principle, I, I am not a huge supporter of that. But but isn't the buyback clause usually like within a time a certain time span correct, and then it, correct. it expires, right? Okay. Correct. Um, I have seen people be very uh, strong on this debate one way or the other. For Abraham, I, I can't tell you. After you published some of the articles about him yesterday, oh, yes, I was Karen. absolutely yeah. fascinated <laughs> by how many people are either super uh, excited, super intrigued by the prospect of this guy arriving at Roma. And then on the opposite end of that, how many yeah. people feel so strongly that this would be akin to Armageddon arriving in yeah. the Italian capital? I, I, again, the psychology of it, I, I find so fascinating. There was nobody middle of the road like, oh, this would be okay. It was definitively, I hate this or I love this. Uh, me personally, I would like it. Um, Age-wise, age I think he's, he's, he's perfect. He's coming off of a time or a period where he hasn't had the full trust of the manager to be the first choice striker. I think this is a match made in heaven personally, but again, I could be wrong. Where do you come off with this? Right. Well, I listen, I'm going to be the voice of reason. I'm going to be the voice that you don't see under our articles. So I'm going to be <laughs> like in the middle ground. I'm going to say that I'm I'm intrigued by both profiles and and this is why I've, you know, we've talked about moving on from Jekyll for a long long while. 
and now finally it happened. You know, it, he's in Milan. He's signing his his contract, whatever. Uh, so what we're doing now is we're moving on from Jekyll and just the per, you know just the idea of it makes me excited and and makes me intrigued by by the profiles that Roma are following and i think what jumps at, at, at you first is that you know as um i know you, you we've talked about this in the in the patron group chat you mentioned the name Lacazette and i'm you know i'm i'm surprised and i think on, on the positive side is that we're not hearing those names. We're not hearing Lacazette. Mm. We're not hearing the, of Roma, you know, trying desperately to replace Jekyll with somebody equally or similarly experienced, somebody that is 30 or, or more years old, um, like we did in the past by bringing in somebody like Pedro um, or even Mkhitaryan. To, you know, Mkhitaryan worked out, but it doesn't seem like that a kind of operation that Roma would do right now. You know, if 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 Thiago Pinto were to make, a, you know, a decision and then one of the names is Mkhitaryan, he doesn't go for him right now. Because I, I feel like this the idea is you bet on on younger talent, on 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 players with with a lot of upside on players that have s- certain characteristics that definitely work with with what Mourinho um, wants. From from certain players, certain attack, attackers, defenders, midfielders, and you're you're doing just that. So with both with Asmun with Abraham, you're getting you're looking at a 23 year old in the case of Abraham, a 26 year old with Asmun. Different players, different characteristics, but I think both profiles are very intriguing. You know, similarly to you, I'm not a follower of the Russian league. I don't go out and and um, and follow any of the local. Uh, Russian derbies. I don't, you know, I don't watch the the, the matches. I don't, I don't wake up uh, at um, at two in the morning to to see the latest updates in the world of of Russian football. But uh, I did see I did see some of of Chelsea's um, games in in the transfer ban period under Frank Lampard, and and you know, all I can say is that. This is this is a guy that at a very young age was was asked to lead the forward line uh, in a number of different contexts, you know, in in the championship and and in the Premier League, uh, he, you know, with with the little at disposal, with the little experience that he had, he did that. And I'm just thinking, what if you just gave him the keys and made him the leading man, the protagonist and, and one of the guys. And by bringing in him, you know, to Roma, a guy like Tammy Abraham, 23 years old, and by paying the figures that are rumored to be, you know, obviously spread in a number of installments. That's what, that's what's been said, you know, for around 45 million and with an initial fee and then across few seasons. Um, but by bringing him in, on, on, on with that with those figures in mind, you're making him a protagonist, and and I think that's exciting. That's something you know. A lot of people say, "Shick, Shick." That happened with Shick. You spent a lot of money on Shick, and then what happened? But you brought in Shick in a in a very weird context, in a completely different context, to be honest. Because you had Jeko, you had Jeko coming off his best year, uh, sixteen seventeen, and you bring in Shick. 
and you don't really know what to do with him because uh, huge, huge upside, huge potential, huge talent, but you are not fully committed to making him the star of the team. By by bringing in somebody like Abraham, you're sending a clear signal that this this is the guy. You know, we've moved on from Jekyll. This is the replacement. It has to inevitably be mean, mean that this is the guy who's going to lead our, our line. And I, I don't have any preference. I'm just looking at it. I don't want to. I, I, I think that a number of things are going to go down in London with, with Thiago Pinto there. So it's not it's not one name or the other. It's it, it's got to be a, a number of options. Yeah, it, it's yeah. going to be a number of options. I don't know if it's if it's only for the attack, but I'm I'm intrigued more than anything else. I'm not worried. Mm. I'm not scared. I think that the prospect of moving on from Jacob is a really big step for us. And if it happen if it happens under Mourinho, and again, I you know I think that people I've seen this a lot. People expected with Mourinho, they expected Sergio Ramos. They expected, yeah, right, right. you know, and it just baffles the hell out of me because he sat at that press conference and he said, I signed a three-year contract with Roma and we're going to take it a step at a time. And this is not a winning project from day one. This is this is a project that has to be sustainable in the long run. We we have to build something here over these three years. So, you're you that that that's exactly what I'm seeing right now. Yes, you brought in somebody like Rui Patricio with the necessary experience, but that's because he wants, uh, you know, a key player in you know leading your backline from you know as a goalkeeper, somebody that can can bring you the necessary experience. But the rest so far. With Vinya replacing Spinazzola, with Shomurodov, you know, having his first chance, his first opportunity on a bigger stage, you're going in a totally different direction. And the profiles that I'm seeing for the attack are definitely, you know, a confirmation of that. Mm. Definitely. I guess where I come out with this too, you know, I hate this. And it's not just Roma. Man, just burying people before they're even given the opportunity, just on principle. I, I, I don't like it. Yes, could you be made to look the fool afterwards? Of course, but there's just something about uh, you know bearing a, a potential reinforcement before they arrive that I, I could just like never get on board with. It, it was kind of like what we saw with uh, Patricio. People like either really hated it or really loved it, and I was like really confused by how strong of an opinion people could have. It, right. Um, yeah, that's football for you, man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I guess that's kind of the, the world we, <laughs> we live in at the moment. Um, a couple of other things. So the midfield, there's talk of uh, Fulham Zanguiza. I know his agent, uh, Maxime Nana, uh, he has talked with Pinto. He is going to be in London this week. He's not there right now, but he's going to be in London this week. I'm curious to see if anything happens with that. Again, uh, admittedly, a player I did not see much of this past season, so it's difficult for me to give a judgment. Um, but clearly, though, if a, another midfielder were to arrive, that means either Villar or Diawara goes. It's as simple as that. I am really um, fascinated to see what happens 
in that regard, Andy, I, I have to tell you, um, because VR, he's kind of, VR and Diawara, they're kind of similar in the sense of they've had such great high periods, but they've also had such low, low periods. I find it fascinating. I think most people would come out, they would just want to uh, see Diawara go, maybe simply because of age, because they view him as much older. But don't Google what their ages are. He's like one 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 years older than than <laughs> right. VR. <That's>... Right, right. <laughs> I, I just find it fascinating the way how how VR is sort of viewed as this up and coming youngster, yeah. and Diawara is this guy who's been playing for years and years and years, and is like this toss aside guy. I'm like, uh, just don't Google their ages. I think you might be surprised. Right. Uh, do you have a strong opinion on that one way or the other? Um, I. I wouldn't say no to another midfielder because that that's what you were getting if you you know with 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 Shaka that's that basically was pushing somebody out. So if somebody comes in, it obviously means that either Diawara or VR leave. Uh, you know, and I don't think neither of them want to leave. But listen, if 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 Mourinho wants somebody that get, adds some personality, then you can't expect those two guys to to stay at once because um, they're not very, they're not they they're not very strong on personality. Let's just put it that way. It's it's sometimes you, you, there are players that have it, and then there are players that are better at other things. And and with with VR is it's he's somebody that has technique and and skill, and we saw him really make incredible progress when when given uh, uh, an opportunity, but then we saw that he, because of the lack of personality, he just didn't have it in him to, 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 to make a comeback, to, to return to the best form. And he sort of ended the, the season on a, on a low point. Um, but that doesn't mean that I would say, you know, no to him. And um, I think that, I think, listen, honestly, I think that VR is, um, less compatible with with what Mourinho wants to do mm. I I do think that in the long run maybe he could be more valuable but I don't know it's weird it's I think it's it's come at the point where maybe it's better to to um to sell him now make that your your sort of sale of the of the summer the big sale of the summer um inevitably if somebody comes in if somebody's stronger on personality if somebody stronger in physique than than Diawara and VR then um I'm not going to feel bad about any of it because VR at the end of the day you you gambled on him you took him on cheap and and you made the best out of it um you can't really say that the same with with Diawara because man he's he's had some uh, ups and downs and you know at the best moments he'd go down with an injury or go down with covid or have that episode against Hellas Verona and that was very unfortunate but um i yeah it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see and more so you know you you have this long list of players i it's been to in london also for somebody like olsen um you know the the the, the Pedro uh, Florenzi now potentially leaving to 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 Milan, the list goes on and on, and I'm just thinking, man, the the season starts next week, and the list of names that you have to get rid of it seems to be 
endless. Still very um, long. Yes. So I I think that in the end he's gonna find a, a, a you know a solution for guys like Pedro Florenzi and Zonzi because at the end of the day they still have some some value they still have something going on for them and Olsen more so but um, to be honest with you is is there something more depressing than uh, reading every single Pastore interview it seems like that guy mm. is being interviewed that's his job now. I think yeah, I think he's given more. In- if you're gonna count it, he's given more interviews probably across these last three years with Roma than he's been on the pitch. He's been, he, I, please somebody Google do something. I, this is anybody's mission out there. Pastor has been uh, in 33 Roma games across three years. That's I I counted it. That's his total at oh Roma 33. Please look if you can find more interviews. I'm really, I, I think you can. I, I'm pretty sure you can. <sighs> wow. Well, I, I, I was going to slightly get into the Inzonzi stuff because his father messaged me today. Oh, wow. We can save that for another day, though. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> That's it, not it's, cheerful. It's, it's, it's not exciting stuff. Um, oh, man. It's, uh, oh gosh, how do we put this delicately? So his father um, acts as his representative, but he uh, he recently appointed like a new, again, agent who's technically not his agent um, from Israel to act on behalf of him to find a club because he has been unable, okay, to get anything from a major, uh, from any of the top four leagues. For Steven and Zonzi. I'll just leave it at that. Um, we'll see if there's any updates from... He has gotten offers from the Middle East. He hasn't accepted anything at the moment. Um, a couple of outlets have said, have said that it's close. Uh, it's it's not it's not close. He hasn't accepted anything yet. Roma, they, they need to get him off, Andy. They need to get him off of the books immediately. You know, Jekyll is a good first step. Seven and a half uh, million net. Per season, so fifteen, said, yeah, fifteen gross, yeah, yeah, fifteen gross. But as you said, still a lot of work to be done, and it doesn't a end lot. with Enzonzi and Pastore. Oh, yeah. uh, there's Florenzi. So, I mean, Fazio is still a character that is on the roster uh, of Roma. Pedro, Santon. But but the thing is, but the, but but see, the thing is that some of these guys could could still come in handy to a number of teams. Exactly. Uh, like even Fazio, we make fun of Fazio, but Fazio out of all these rejects like Nzonzi, Pastore and so on, Fazio easily had the most contribution to Roma. Uh, I mean, he comes in 16-17 under Spalletti, all of a sudden he's starting in in, in Rudiger's spot and in that season he was far better than Manolas. In my opinion, he was one of the best defenders in the league. Yes. Um, he surprised everybody, and then you you buy him from Tottenham. And he has another season in him, the 17-18. Fine. But then it starts to go down, at least. But I, I just think that there are some of these guys that are just sitting in at Rome just for the sake of sitting and not doing anything. But the if if you could give them a chance, they could still contribute in different places. Like somebody like Fazio, if he would just take less money, 
could really do well in you know in in, in sides like Torino um, or Hellas Verona, you know, or Udinese. In those contexts, nothing nothing fancy, nothing big, but you still he could still start there. Absolutely, I see. I see a number of 35, 36 year olds, far worse than Fazio start regularly in in Serie A. So, and even a guy like Santon, who I never know whether he's injured or just pretending to be injured, still, you know, for for what he can do, he's 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 good enough for some lower Serie A clubs. So I just don't understand what the deal is and. Why would you prefer to? Okay, you know we're getting into philosophical territory here, but it just—I will never understand what the pleasure is for a footballer to just stand around, do nothing, drink mate instead of doing what you are supposed to love to be doing, which is playing football. The video of Pastore barbecuing will forever be uh, one of the greatest right. memes of his right. time at yeah. Roma. Um, I, I, <laughs> it puzzles me that. He's either doing it as a troll or he lacks a lot of self-awareness. Um, knowing him, I, I can't definitively say which of the two it is, which I guess in and of itself is an issue. Um, all right, let's 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 leave it there. We'll get into the fun stuff because there are going to be updates this week. Pinto, in my opinion, he is going to close for somebody within the next 48 hours. We will have to just see who it is. So we will be back in a few days. Thank you so, so much for tuning in, and we will chat again soon. Ciao. Ciao. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. <laughs> 